At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hope you're all good. Hope you're all well. Coming to you with a very, very short reaction episode to the news that Jurgen Klopp is, of course, leaving Liverpool this summer. This came completely out of the blue. I don't know about you, but I did not see this coming. Um, was sitting there this morning going about my business nice and slowly, nice and chilled, because I knew I had a really long day of work to come. Um, literally went into the kitchen, decided to make myself a lovely omelette, started to uh, put uh, crack the eggs, put them in a bowl, went to start whisking them, and bang, the news dropped. And I had to run to the computer, and we jumped online, of course, to bring you a reaction stream over on the 19 Min channel, which you can check out now. It is there. It is available uh, for you to listen into. I sat with Scott Saunders as we tried to dissect the news. It was pretty difficult to do it, though, so soon after the news breaking because you haven't had any time to gather any thoughts or process any thoughts. I know that this is an Arsenal podcast, but this is such seismic news. It's certainly worth uh, a short reaction piece. Uh, so here I am. Uh, bringing that to you live from Stamford Bridge. If you're wondering what the blue is, I am at Stamford Bridge. I'm bringing you updates this evening of Chelsea's FA Cup clash with Aston Villa um, on BBC London Sports. I'm looking forward to this one. Haven't got any skin in the game. Um, two attack-minded sides. It should be a really, really interesting encounter. But I thought I'd take the opportunity while I'm here, while I'm waiting around a little bit, to bring you some thoughts, really, on the biggest news we've had all season, undoubtedly. Jurgen Klopp has been huge for the Premier League and huge for Liverpool over the years. And what I really want to do when I kind of discuss this is, is try and take the Arsenal hat off. We can talk a little bit later on about what it means for us and, and how good it is for us that Jurgen Klopp is going because he's been a big part of the reason that we've not been able to win things. You know, we've, we've come up against them in the FA Cup this year. They've dumped us out. We came up against them in the League Cup last year and they dumped us out. So... You know, from an Arsenal perspective, the, the first instinct is probably to, to rejoice and to celebrate the fact that Liverpool are going to lose the best manager they've ever had, at least in my lifetime. Um, and, you know, where do they go from here? It's always a risk. It's always a gamble. You've seen Manchester United, huge superpower under Sir Alex Ferguson. He moved on. And after that, they've never been the same. As an Arsenal fan, you're probably hoping that that will be the same for Liverpool. But take that out of the equation for a minute and just focus on what this story is and what this story means. Um, you've got to say that if this was at certain other clubs, not wanting to throw shade at anybody in particular, this news wouldn't have stayed under wraps for as long as it did. Jurgen Klopp revealed today that he uh, told the club back in November. So he's been sitting on this since November you can only assume that the players knew about it as well. And if the players know about it and they've still continued to perform the way that they have been, there's still been that unity, that togetherness and that vast improvement on last season, then that is a testament to, to the group that they have there. 
Jurgen Klopp is one of these people that made a lot of effort, I think, to understand what the football club that he was going into was all about. I think Mikel Arteta has done that really, really well at Arsenal as well. But for Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool, it just felt like a good fit, didn't it, really, from the beginning. And you look at what he's won. He's won the Premier League. He's won the Champions League. He's won the FA Cup. He's won the League Cup. Cup. Can he complete the set by winning the Europa League, um, you know, this time around? He's also won the Club World Cup as well. So, you know, his legacy at Liverpool will will live on forever. Uh, Terrific man manager, as Robert says in the chat. I think that's spot on. I think that's one of his biggest traits, one of his biggest positives. Um, So when the news broke, I was kind of like, wow, what on earth is this? Where has this come from? This has come completely out of the blue. And I initially only watched the two-minute clip that went out on X from Liverpool in which he said, I'm going, I've run out of energy, etc., etc. What I did afterwards on my way into work, because obviously we spent a lot of time talking about it on TalkSport 2 this afternoon, is I decided that on my commute, I would tune into the full interview. Because I think it's really important that you understand the full context behind Jurgen Klopp's decision here. And I thought that this was, it was open, it was honest, it was fascinating. I thought he did a really, really good job of kind of just letting his guard down and and saying what he was feeling. He talked a lot about energy. He talked a lot about the moment when he felt like, actually, do you know what? I might not be here next season, how he kind of struggled with that. And then over time, obviously decided that that feeling wasn't going away. So maybe it was something he should act on. You want to, you want to do these things early enough to give the club an opportunity to prepare for what comes next. And I know that some people will say, well, why didn't he wait or or why didn't the club wait until the end of the season to put this out? And in that piece, I think Jürgen kind of explained that the issue with that is that you'd be restricting the club in terms of what they can do to bring in the replacement if they're having to do it all in secret and if it's not public knowledge. And, you know, that just makes it all a little bit shady and all a little bit more difficult to kind of um, to, to kind of work on. And he didn't want that. He, he really didn't want that. Um, I thought it was fascinating to, to hear him talk about how his energy source is just completely zapped, gone. Um, he's been pretty intense throughout his career. Seven years at Mainz, seven years at Dortmund. And then what? Coming up to eight and a half years at Liverpool. He puts his heart and soul into every single job. And I know that there have been times where he said stuff that I've massively disagreed with, where he's behaved in a way that I've massively disagreed with. But you can't help but respect the guy and what he's achieved since coming into English football. I think it's a reminder for all of us that managers pour their heart and soul into their job. And when you sit there behind a computer screen or in a stand, you know, protected from you know, that the, the real situation, essentially, it's very easy to say sack him. It's very easy to say he doesn't know what he's doing. It's very easy to say he doesn't care, blah, blah, blah. They care deeply. They care really, really deeply because you don't get to that level of coaching. You don't get to that level of competition if you're not passionate about what you do and if you don't pour your heart and soul into it. To hear someone who always comes across as so formidable and is so energetic and so passionate, say that essentially that flame, it might have just gone out or might be on its way to going out. He made a, a, a big effort to keep saying, look, I'm still in it for this season. Nothing changes this season. I'm not 
you know, going to be any different to the Jurgen Klopp I've been in recent years, but that I can't continue to do this. It's, it's, it, it shocks you. And it, it took me back. I, it took me back. I have to say that. What I also found uh, really, really fascinating was his comments about the kind of wanting to have a normal life. Like he hasn't had that and wanting to do that before he gets to a certain age, wanting to experience that. And he did say um, in that interview that if you asked him now, would he manage another club in the future? His answer would be no. I think he did say in the press conference that he gave a little bit later on in the day that um, definitely no other English club, maybe another club, but it will have to be further down the line. And often with people like Jurgen Klopp, who are so immersed in football and so invested in football, they find it quite difficult to then switch off. They find it quite difficult to come out of the sport and just lead the normal life that Jurgen Klopp says he wants to experience. So there's every chance that he makes a U-turn and there's every chance that he's back in football management before long. But just to, to walk away from this Liverpool job at this stage is a seismic decision and I think says a lot about where he's at mentally or maybe has been mentally and sometimes listen you can be struggling through something but you can provide yourself a bit of respite essentially by having an end game knowing when the exit's going to be you can put up with stuff when you know that you know it's it's going to come to an end soon and that that is resolved and that that is decided and that that is final um so, yeah, I, I just found it all really, really fascinating, I have to say. Um, I have to say. I've seen a few Arsenal fans um, online saying, don't give Mikel Arteta a contract. Go and get Jurgen Klopp. He's literally said, no other English club. And he's not Jose Mourinho. This is a guy, I think, with far more principle. This is a guy with far more um, honour, if you like. I think he is someone that when he says something, he means it. Um, and and I do not expect him to take another Premier League job. So if you're sitting there making noise about that, which some people are online, what is the point? It's not going to happen. Say it all the time. Don't waste your time moaning about stuff. That just isn't possible. Jurgen Klopp's telling everybody that he's burnt out, that he can't do this job anymore, that he doesn't have the energy to do it anymore. And then there's people saying that we should make sure that we don't renew our manager because of the slimmest of possibilities that we might get him in. Not happening. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm interested to get you guys' thoughts and takes from the live chat. I'll read out a few of them. Um, I am really, really pushed for time. Uh, for those of you asking, someone asked if I'm covering the under-21s. I'm at Stamford Bridge um, and I am uh, about to report on their game against Aston Villa in the Cup. Let's take a few of your questions. Let's take a few of your thoughts. I guess those are all of my thoughts really on the Jurgen Klopp thing. It's come as a surprise. It's come as a shock. Um, when someone is formidable. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Because that is talking about his kind of 
vulnerabilities and that maybe the flame has gone out a little bit. You have to take notice. Who's next? Xabi Alonso is the favourite at the moment with the bookmakers. Um, I think he'd be a good fit. But I know from speaking to other people that have followed his managerial career far closer than I have, that Xabi Alonso at times has, has looked at things and said, maybe it's too soon for me. And he's been very, very um, adamant that he is going to dictate when the next steps happen in his career rather than them being dictated to him, rather than him being pushed into things because opportunities come along. He believes that if you are a top, top manager, which is well on his way to becoming, that those opportunities will come further down the line and you can take them further down the line. So, yeah, um, those are my thoughts. Those are my takes on it. Um, good news for Arsenal? Of course it is. When a rival loses a manager as influential, as good as Jurgen Klopp, you're going to be pleased about it. But it's funny because maybe it's just me growing up a little bit. But when I first heard this, my first feeling was shock. My second feeling after watching the Jurgen Klopp interview was a little bit of sadness. Whereas in the past, I'd have been jumping up and down for joy. And obviously, I'm happy that Liverpool are losing him because I'm an Arsenal man. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend that's not the case. But when you hear why and the reasons behind it and the struggles that he's obviously having and, and has been through in recent times, there is a part of you that thinks, wow, I had no idea. And so for that reason, I do have a bit of empathy towards him at this moment in time. OK, uh, let's take some of your thoughts. Um Des Moran uh, makes an interesting point, which I'll touch on in a minute. Let me just take this one from Ian, who says, sometimes in football, you just have to step back and take your hat off and say the truth. Klopp is world class. Have a lot of respect for what he's done in the Prem. Steve Stone says he was the perfect fit for Liverpool. Des says, something is up. Do you remember before the Arsenal game at Anfield, he criticised the fans and the atmosphere at Anfield? I knew he was on his way out. I can't say that I saw this coming. I just can't do it. I wouldn't be being sincere if I did. And the reason I didn't see this coming was because he went for a really difficult campaign last year, right? And there were loads of questions being asked about whether or not Jurgen Klopp had it in him to go again, to build Klopp's Liverpool 2.0. And I thought there were periods last season where I looked at him and I thought, maybe this season, maybe at the end of this season, maybe in the summer, he'll look at it and think, this is too big a job for me now. I haven't got the stamina, the energy to go all over again. And he'd walk away at that point, but he didn't. And so you see him kind of come through that difficult period, get them back on track, build this really exciting team again with a lot of new recruits, particularly in the midfield area with some of the youngsters like Jarrell Cornsar and Connor Bradley coming through. And you think, ah, you know, this is Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool 2.0. Surely now he's going to use his experience, the experienced players he's got within the ranks to try and elevate these guys up to a level where they can be really successful over another four or five year period. He only signed a new contract in 2022. But here we are talking about his uh, departure. Uh, Russ Morgan says, I don't like Liverpool as a club, but Klopp has certainly made his mark on the Premier League. Rob said he said he'd probably take a year off, then he'd possibly consider the national team job. Well, Julian Nagelsmann, the current Germany manager, is only... Uh, contracted, I think, until after the European Championships. So there is a possibility that he moves into that role. Um, Amira says, hate to ask this, but does Stanford Bridge have a better internet connection than the Emirates? <laughs> um, 
I don't know because I'm in the media bit and the media connection at the Emirates is, is fine. It's brilliant. It's only when you go into the crowd that it's a problem. I haven't been in the crowd here at Stamford Bridge for, for probably two years. So I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the Wi-Fi seems to be holding up pretty well uh, now. That's why we're able to live stream to you. Can I just ask you, by the way, before I continue, leave a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Subscribe as well to the channel if you're new. It really, really does help. Um, check out the video from earlier on today as well. It was a segment from Thursday's podcast. If you could pop in there, leave a comment, leave a like. That would really, really be appreciated. Uh, Ojedek says, showing vulnerability is a sign of strength, intelligence and wisdom. What I want to ask you, Harry, is should Wenger have done this? Ho, ho, ho. That's a great question. Um, should Arsene Wenger have done what Jurgen Klopp has done? Admit that maybe he, he can't do the job anymore and... And just walk away. Well, the circumstances are, are quite different, right? Because Jurgen Klopp, although I say that he's come through this difficult period and built this Jurgen Klopp Liverpool 2.0, and it makes no sense to me why you would want to walk away from that. It also means that he can walk away in the knowledge that he is leaving the club in a really, really good and strong position. I don't think he's had to deal with a lot of the off-field issues that Wenger had to deal with in his final years at Arsenal. And so I think it's slightly unfair to make that kind of direct comparison. But is there an argument that Arsene Wenger maybe should have left earlier, that maybe he should have seen that this wasn't going anywhere before he was essentially pushed? I think that's a fair point to make. And I think that's a fair argument to make. No doubt about that in my mind. It's a really, really good point. It's a really, really good question. I think, you know, as well, we don't really know how Arsene was feeling in himself. Jurgen Klopp is clearly not feeling great in himself. He's talking about, you know, having all these thoughts about, you know, wanting to have a normal life before he's kind of too old to enjoy it. He's talked about feeling that his energy source has been completely zapped and essentially is gone. Um, those are very different noises to the noises we were hearing from Arsene Wenger towards the back end of his tenure, where he never, ever showed any signs of, of not wanting to do it or not feeling like he could do it anymore. Now, you could argue that his methods were outdated. You could argue that he was too stubborn. You could argue that he made poor decisions with regards to transfers and all the rest of it. I think all of that is valid and fair. But I think if you have a feeling inside of you that tells you, I can't do this anymore, that is more powerful than anything. And I guess we'll never know if Arsene had that. And because we'll never know, we can't really say with any degree of certainty, yes, he should have done this or he should have done that. He should have left earlier than he did. I think that's, you know, I don't think that's even up for debate. But whether he should have done it in, in that way. Also, you know, if Liverpool had another season like the season they had last year, maybe we'd be in a situation where the club would have been pushing him as well and kind of saying, look, this isn't really working anymore. When you are brave enough to kind of give something up, while you're at your peak or, or while you're at your pomp at sort of sitting pretty at the top of the Premier League. You know, it's a really brave thing to do. But if you do it there and then when things are going well, I think you kind of earn the right, don't you, to then decide your own destiny. Um, no one's going to say any different to you. The only way you're ever going to leave when your team's performing is, is off your own back. You're not going to be pushed out. You're not going to be forced out. So I think the two situations aren't really that comparable, but it's a good question. Really like it. Um, Amira says, do you think 
this puts more pressure on Liverpool to win the league this season. I don't think it puts more pressure on them, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think actually this will galvanise them. I think this is something that they'll they'll use as a kind of motivation. I think if there's one club in English football that has that unity and togetherness that will rally together with someone to um, use something like this as positive um, energy and as and as fuel, I think Liverpool are, are right up there in terms of those clubs that you, you feel could do that and would do that. It does bring a pressure. I remember when Arsene announced that he was leaving and I was desperate to see us win the Europa League. And when it didn't happen, it was even more of a devastating blow because we knew that he was going to leave in his final season empty-handed. So it does add pressure, but I think this Liverpool side are good enough to take that pressure on. And I actually think that it will galvanise them in a lot of ways. Look, I'm going to leave it there because um, I am, um, I am uh, at Stamford Bridge, as I say, uh, the team news will be out in around about five minutes, so I'll need to hop on and uh, give an update on that. Um, but I will be bringing you guys another pod on Sunday. We'll begin our look ahead to the Forest game as well then. Uh, I'm going to have a morning off tomorrow morning because I've got an early paper review on TalkSport from six o'clock in the morning or something crazy like that. Um, we will put a clip out from this episode uh, on the channel. If you could pop into that, like it, subscribe. You know the drill by now. It really, really does help. But in terms of a full episode, we'll be back with you on Sunday. Thank you all uh, so much for tuning in at short notice. Like, subscribe on this video um, and all the rest of it. Turn the notifications on. You know the drill by now. I will see you all soon. And, um, yeah, catch you then. You know, one more, one more point I will make, though, just quickly. Someone's mentioned Fergie in the comments. I'll leave this question for you guys to get involved in, in the comment section below. Does Jurgen Klopp deserve more credit for doing it this way than doing it the way Sir Alex Ferguson did when he knew that the team was washed, when he knew that the team wasn't going to be able to maintain at least the base level that he had brought them for you know the years prior to his retirement? Is it better for a manager to do it this way when he knows and he's confident? If you really love the club, I'm not saying you know Alex Ferguson doesn't love Man United, but I think it's better if you can leave it in a great state. You don't have that guilt when you look at the club later down the line and see them maybe struggling the way Man United have for a little while now. But anyway, I'll leave it for you guys to answer in the comments. I'll see you all soon. Until the next one, goodbye. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.